Hello and welcome to The Diary. I'm Scott Johnson. And boy, uh, howdy. Has it been a week, man? Um, W-E-E-K and W-E-A-K. I'm surprised I can still spell, to be honest with you. I'm a little bit addled. Anyway, if you're not aware, I caught the Rona, finally, after a three-year streak of avoiding it, dodging them, them bullets, them viral bullets. And uh, hold on. Expect liberal use of the cough switch. Why is that playing? Hold on. Expect liberal use of the cough switch today. Um, because man, it just comes and then you're just then you just got to deal with it. Anyways, uh, yeah. So Kim and I, we got it. Kim was about a day and a half ahead of me. I mean, I knew when she got it, I was probably screwed. I mean, I knew that, you know, I've known that for three years, basically. If one of us got it, the other one was going to get it because we live in very close proximity of one another. It's not like we're, you know, <laughs> we're going to go anywhere. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. That was too slow on the button. Anyways, so <clears throat> we're on day, uh, let's see, six here, I think. And I thought, well, it'll be fine. I'm vaccinated uh, two times or whatever the thing was, two, three times, plus the two boosters. So the double vac, I guess double vax and then three boosters or two boosters. I don't even remember. I've lost track. But all of it on time as soon as I could, when I could, you know, did the whole masks in public in small places, you know, that that plane trip to uh, Seattle and back and much of my time on that ship was spent. In, uh, in that cruise ship was spent with a mask on, you know, just where it made sense. And um, <coughs> we got it from, we got it from some listeners and we don't blame them because they didn't know they had it. But uh, some regular folk we really like a lot uh, stopped by the house and brought some nice gifts for the new baby and for Kim's birthday and all this other stuff. And lo and behold, they were carrying the dreaded, virus and and we're unaware and um they've also been pretty sick uh i think although one of the two i think did a little bit better but for whatever reason kim and i just really bit the dirt on it and i thought well with all this vaccination and stuff <clears throat> i understand how it works right it's a little bit like a seat belt <coughs> i bought i have a seat belt i wear the seat belt and then i get in our car accident let's say and the seatbelt um, for the person sitting next to me, uh, you know, kept them from smashing their head, uh, kept them inches away from a shard of metal th- shot through the glass. Like, man, that seatbelt, that did everything it promised to do, right? Kept them from any real harm, any, any emer- you know, problem. They may have had a little soreness in the shoulders, which has a good connection to, you know, when you get the virus or when you get the vax, you get a little bit of pain in your shoulder, right? So yeah, well done, seatbelt. In my case, over on the driver's side, this is all made up. I'm making this up, but it's but I think the scenario is an accurate one. Accurate, accurate, <laughs> accurate. <laughs> um, I haven't laughed in six days, so give me a break. Anyway, so my seatbelt, on the other hand, tore my left arm off because of the angle of the uh, collision, uh, combined with some other forces I couldn't control and. And I, uh, it tore my left arm off 
Think of it that way. It still saved my life, right? It kept me from massive head injury and uh, back spine, all that. But uh, the sad news was, well, we lost the arm. It feels like that a little bit. It's like some people, their seatbelts do all the work. For other people, it does a lot of the work. And, you know, you might be dead if you didn't have it. But sorry about your arm. That's how this week feels for me is sorry about your arm. <laughs> I mean, obviously, nothing as serious as losing an arm happened. But, um, yeah, we got the full meal deal here. It didn't, it didn't hold back on all of the things, all of the symptoms you hear about. <coughs> all the severity you hear about. I will say number one worst thing was fever. That's finally gone. Um, I never like a good fever, but fevers usually last, you know, there's like a chunk of time where you got a fever and then it breaks and then maybe it comes back for a little bit and then breaks for the good first four days of this thing. It was just wall to wall nonstop. You have a horrible giant fever and you're going to feel like you're going to die. Like you're just going to feel like complete trash. Everything will hurt. Your skin will hurt. Your eye eyes will feel like they're not, they don't belong in your head anymore and they need to be popped out. Your back will hurt. Your feet will hurt. Your everything will hurt. Nothing will feel right. Oh, and then you're going to lose full sense of taste and smell. Kim only lost it partially, and she's already doing better on that front. But I can't smell or taste anything at all. Um, I try. Like, now's the time to clean dog bar for whatever. I can't smell anything. And, uh. I don't know. It's been, that actually hasn't been that bad. I don't want to go six months without it. All right. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying that I will say though, (coughs) damn it. Hit that too slow again. Here. Anyway, I don't want to go long with it because I think it's important for human senses to have the smell one and the taste one, but not being able to taste what you eat is a very strange experience. My daughter had a good idea. She's like, well, as long as that last dad wanting you eat nothing but, but healthy food, because if the taste doesn't matter, then you won't care. And then, and, you know, you just eating a pile of vegetables every day and like grilled chicken. And you're going to, you're going to think, you know, you're, you're not going to know that you're having the, you're, <laughs> you're not having all the taste, right? I think she has a point. I think she has, a, you know, I think it's, that's an interesting idea. I'm going to consider it. <clears throat> it's weird, but I could snuggle up to my very smelly three week, not had a bath dog and just huff her in. And, and it was no problem. She was like a little comforty pillow with no smell to her at all. But you know, Kim, as Kim started to come back, she's like, dude, that dog stinks. And I'm like, I don't smell it for all I know. I reek. I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. It's weird being without one of your, your five senses, your five main senses. I know some of you can see dead people. We're not counting that. Anyway, so uh, the sore throat was horrendous. Uh, The kind of thing that would blind you as you tried to swallow. My gosh, do I appreciate swallowing now more than ever? Uh, The fog, the brain fog, that kind of I can't think of anything, can't move, can't, don't have the energy to put the dog out. Like, uh, here's a recommendation. Don't own... Well, technically, one of them's my daughter's, but well, two of them. But don't own uh, two dogs. Sorry, three dogs and a cat while you while you have hardcore coronavirus 2019 edition 
Omicron BA5, whatever the hell I got. I wonder if our tests say which version we got. I don't now that I think about it. We did the hospital test, not the not the home one. <coughs> this old drive up thing I still do over here. Is it more accurate? Accurate. See, I did it this time. I'm already I'm already recovering. But anyway, it's, uh, what was I saying? I lost see, this is the other thing that happens. And I was already, I was already kind of a, my head's all over the place kind of guy. I got 12 things going on in my brain. I can't remember what I was just talking about. Hold on. Let me, let me backtrack. Let's do this together. You guys are here. Part of the experiment. Um, <laughs> we got a test. Then I was, I got distracted by what version I had. I don't remember. <laughs> <coughs> I don't remember. Anyway, here's some other side effects <coughs> that I didn't expect. Well, this cough I knew would be a thing. Um, I didn't expect to not be able to read a book, comic books, watch TV with any kind of focus or play a video game. I thought all of those things were on the table. I thought, okay, well, if you're forced to take some time off here, here's what you'll do. You'll do these things because you enjoy those things. They're relaxing. They're part of recuperation. Usually you've had flus before you can sit and watch and, you know, binge a TV show and you know, the, you have the flu or something. Um, I couldn't do any of those things without it just feeling just, uh, I just felt uncomfortable and like hot and then cold. And then I just couldn't do it. Video games in particular, I just couldn't do it, which is saying something for me. So I ended up just sleeping and staring at nothing for most of this. Uh, you can, you can kind of track my, my, my fall into quiet, solitude on Twitter probably is the best place because I just stopped saying much on there. And now I've, you know, today I've tweeted more and this morning than I have the entire week. So that must be a sign that I'm feeling better. But, um, anyway, I didn't mean to come and just give you guys a freaking, you know, diary of what I did. I guess this is the diary, but I, I didn't, I didn't want to come here and just go, Hey, feel, feel my pain. Look what I went through. I know people have certainly had worse than this. I'm glad I had, despite my severed arm, glad I, I got the vaccine slash uh, uh, seatbelt. Um, you should too. I really do feel in my gut, I really feel this way, that if this were 2020 and it was original vanilla flavor of the virus and we had no vaccines, we had nothing yet to deal with this thing, I am near 100% convinced that I would be a statistic of that year. I really feel that way. It got that bad a couple of those nights. And I just was, I was overwhelmed with this feeling of like, this is just one hair away from we're in the ER. Which, by the way, will probably be what kills me one day. And I don't mean COVID. I mean, <coughs> I get this from my dad. My inability, <clears throat> excuse me, inability to go to the doctor when I'm supposed to will get me killed one day. I'm sure of this. I'm terrible at it. Just a, just stubborn about it. I've also had a couple of dumb false alarms back in years and years and years ago that just I felt like we're embarrassing. Like, oh my gosh, we came to the ER for this. I'm never going here again. And so now 
any kind of anything where somebody might go, yeah, we probably ought to take you in. I go, eh, I'm fine. We'll be fine. And I always have been. I'm just saying, eventually I'm going to be wrong. You know, and then, and then everyone will say, oh, I don't know why he didn't go in. I do. Because I'm a stubborn bastard with, I don't know, I'm just not good at it. Uh, what else? Cough switch. Oh, the the thing I missed the most, I think two things. I missed um, seeing my kids and the and the babies and stuff. Um, especially right now, because Phoebe's five and a half weeks, and she is suddenly smiling at everyone and everything, and is so like emotive and just oh my gosh, dude, this is the best time for little tiny babies, and I'm and we're not there for it. I hate that. Um, and I just miss Van, and I miss I miss hugging my daughters and all that. Because of course, cars are still in Iceland, but. Uh, but Taylor's at home and, you know, I can't see Nick and I can't see anybody. And this weekend we're supposed to have early Thanksgiving with my family side. And we better have clean tests before then, or I'm not going to be near my mom who's 84 and doesn't breathe right naturally. Like, oh, and here's the other thing. Sorry. Brains all over again. See, this is what happens. I'll get back to whatever I was at, where I was at. Cause I actually do have a, I haven't, I have a, destination here I'm aiming for, but, um, I was supposed to be in Texas all week. I was supposed to be flying home today. So you were going to have less content for me anyway, this week, it would have been a little more than you got, but, um, I was supposed to go to just outside of Dallas all week for a promotion thing that I don't think I'm allowed to talk about yet. Um, and I, and it'll still happen in some form, I'm going to talk to those guys and figure out how to make this right. But anyway, I had to cancel that, obviously. You know, I couldn't, even if I thought I was going to like be okay by, today's the first day I started to, I'll try to finish the sentence, I promise. Today's the first day where I started to feel like I had some semblance of energy, some former shadow of my week before, which feels like 10 months ago. By the way, a week does not feel like a week. We just we just experienced a time shift. It was very weird. Um, but yeah, it was going to be great. And Kim was going to go with me. And we were going to kind of treat it as a, a little birthday trip for her because her birthday is at the end of the month. And I don't know. These were our plans. They got completely shattered. I thought we had cancel insurance on all of it. We, we had cancel insurance for hotel, car, blah, blah. But both airlines don't do refunds. They just give you credits. And I didn't know that. I thought we were paying for that, the, the cancel insurance, so we could literally cancel it if something came up, which happened. And now I have to use American Airlines credit some, at some point in my life. I don't even like them. We had to use them for, for the timing. But now that it's canceled, it's like, dude, I don't want to have you hanging over my head with some freaking... It feels like I'm in debt to them now. <coughs> So I'm annoyed by that. <clears throat> anyway, what I was going to say is the the second thing besides just not being able to have normal family stuff going on is um, I regret or I miss making content. And and I and I even though I made a couple of very small attempts to try to do something during the week you know, it wasn't full blown episodes of live shows or any of that. Um, and I know people have been missing it. I feel bad. I feel super, I feel sad. What do I feel? I feel 
these are the times that remind me, it's like, oh yeah, Scott, you do most of, you do most of this production and stuff on your, on your own. And you know, when you can, like John did a cool thing for core today, did a you know special recording or whatever. But when, you know, for the thing that people are lining up to get, it's usually because there's me plus co-host plus content plus blah, 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 blah. And none of that was happening for six days. And that's unusual around here. And I really don't like that feeling. And so I, I just felt like, I, I don't know what I felt like. And I don't know what I could have done about it. Really nothing. And most people are like extremely positive about it and like, don't worry about it. We got you. We're here for you when you're ready and blah, you know, that sort of thing. But it was impossible for me not to feel some form of guilt around it. I'm glad I got that inter- um, medicine interview in before I got sick or started feeling sick because Kim was feeling sick that day that I'd interviewed him. And then later that night I started sniffling. I'm like, oh boy, hope I'm not going your way. Anyway, to get that out felt good because it was like, well, at least I got something in the hands of people. Um, <clears throat> uh, so my point in all that was, <laughs> have I done it again? Have I already? Oh, no, I made my point, which is I miss making content. So I'm going to make content. Now, um, I'm not being an idiot and overdoing anything. I can promise you that. But I am going to get back on schedule. <clears throat> I think I'm in good enough shape for that. And... Um, uh, we'll start with film sack this weekend, which we'll, um, record tomorrow. Yeah. I have that right in my head. Yeah. We, yeah, we're recording tomorrow morning. I can't think straight. So I got to watch that movie tonight. Anyway, so film sack will be back, uh, this weekend. Actually film sack never left. So I guess to them it's the same as it ever was. Um, because it's basically that's the sandwich film sack episode got sick nothing then film up film sack episode um but then tms should be back on track tomorrow or monday yeah monday um uh core uh, regular core will be back uh, play retro will be back all this stuff will be back it's just you know i needed this time <laughs> i didn't want it but I needed it. And, um, I don't wish this on anyone. That's the other thing I wanted to say. I don't know who you are out there or what your situation in life is. Uh, even if you hate my guts, I don't wish this on you. I think I was thinking the other day, maybe there's a few people like maybe Hitler. Uh, he's not even around to really apply it, you know, uh, who else? Like, you know, dictator types. Real a-holes, people responsible for lots of death, destruction, and misery. I Maybe I wish it on them, but I don't wish this on anybody outside of that small circle. It's just the worst. It's the worst. And you think, you know, it's easy to get into lulled into this thing of like, well, I had it and it was like a cold. It was a cold. It was no big deal. Man, you you have no idea how lucky you got. This thing wants to kill me. It didn't, but it wants to. And it wanted to kill you too. And whatever you had going, grats. Uh, you know what? I'm even I'm even happy for anti-vaxxers, uh, COVID deniers who were asymptomatic carriers of the of the virus that didn't even know they had it. Who have who have even more reason to sink into their own, you know, everything revolves around me mentality. Um even they 
I don't wish this on you. Because <laughs> it really sucks. And my expectations were, you know, it's a little like Fury Road with me. When I went to see that movie, my expectations were whatever. They weren't anything. It was like, I'll see if they can pull this off. I hear it's cool. That's basically all I knew. And then I came out and I thought I'd seen the greatest film ever made. This is like that. My expectations were, oh, I'm sure this will be, a, you know, kind of annoying and a little bit of misery, misery especially at night or whatever. But, I, you know, I've had flus. I've had some pretty hard ones. This will be, this will be fine. I was completely wrong about that. So it has given me some perspective in that regard. And it extends to other things. At least I'm trying to have it do that. Like, you know, people just going through rough stuff, going through divorces, going through whatever. It's easy for me to look at my marriage and my wife and my relationship with her and say, oh, it's, I don't understand why it's so hard. We're 30 years married and we still love each other and we have a great time. We're still best friends. What's wrong with everybody else? You see what I mean? I don't actively do that, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy. So this week is about learning from this <clears throat> more than surface level learning and, you know, apply it to things. Cause it, I don't know, had a way of, uh, shaking my perspective up and <clears throat> in addition to all the other horrible things about it. All right. I think that'll do it. Um, congratulations. The diary is the first thing to get recorded since I got sick and, uh, there'll be more next week for sure. And more often. Oh, here's the other big poopy. This is probably when I literally caught it from Kim. Her and I made an episode of skim on Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday and she was already feeling pretty rotten at that time. We just thought she maybe had a, you know, colder. It, it wasn't too bad yet. We hadn't tested yet. And, um, or I guess she tested, but we hadn't gotten results yet. Anyway, she, her and I sat down here and did this little one-on-one skim show, recorded the whole thing, got it all set to go. And then found out the entire thing was corrupt, lost it all completely borked audio file. It's probably something dumb I did and I don't even know what I did, but regardless end result, no show. And I was so annoyed. She's like, well, can we do one tomorrow? I said, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. We don't have, we don't have to back it right now. And then by the next day I was sick, she was super sick and was like, all right, I guess we're not doing that. So, that actually happened and there will be a, a, a coming together again on that soon. <coughs> and like I say, she's like a day ahead of me. So she's actually feeling better than I am today. Anyway, big thanks to everybody who reached out and was so kind with your nice notes and emails and, and DMS and, and public uh, things and all that, just saying such nice things and wishing us well. I really, really appreciate it. And a few of you, who uh, just were way too nice. We got meals from people and DoorDash coupons and uh, just nice stuff. That was just too nice. You guys are all so nice. And we're keeping all your names and sending you something, okay? Every damn one of you. And even those who I turned down and said, you're too kind, please don't worry about us. Don't think I didn't notice. Your names are going on that list too. You were all very, very nice. And half of you don't even live near me. And you still did those things. And I'm, I'm blown away by it. Your kindness was uh, 
not just appreciated, but will not be forgotten. So thank you for that. All right, that'll do it for now. The diary endeth, but tomorrow uh, more content and life will continue forward, hopefully. <clears throat> I hope I haven't sounded horrible on this or that you've been able to stand my shit voice until uh, this gets itself worked out. But until next time, have a good one. Send me your emails. Love to hear from you. Oh, and text me. I'm taking those texts now, you know, 801-471-0462. I haven't checked them this morning, so maybe there's a bunch of new ones. Um, but you're always welcome to do that. Uh, that and uh, scott.internet at gmail.com will get you to me. Otherwise, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. See you next time.